This is Fitness Business School. My name is Lauren Tigner and this podcast is all about helping you become the best, most successful and most profitable online and in-person fitness coach that you possibly can be. So normally it's me with my co-host James Smith. Today you're going to be hearing an interview with me when I was interviewed for the Bootcamp Blueprint podcast which is by a guy called Jono. So I really liked the episode and I knew that I had to repost it here to share it with you as the listeners of Fitness Business School. And by the way, this podcast used to be called the Business Meets Fitness Podcast. So if you're confused, don't worry, we just had a bit of a name change to reflect a few changes going on at the HQ here. So I love this episode. You're going to be hearing all things about social media and building an online fitness coaching business. And by the way, I do have a free workshop for you that you can grab at www.onlinefitnessbusinessschool.com slash workshop. And if you're somebody who is trying to build your online fitness coaching business, or if you haven't even started yet and you're toying with the idea, it's going to be amazing for you. It will show you the three biggest mistakes that people make when they're first starting and how you can overcome them, as well as three myths that people believe about online fitness coaching. We bust them too. So Without further ado, let's get into this. If you're liking this episode, please take a screenshot and share me and, and share me. Please take a screenshot and tag me at Lauren Tickner. And yeah, enjoy the episode. I think you're going to love it. So this is something that my dad told me when I was kind of young and I don't know where he got it from, but it's that you never lose, you learn. Because I think that's so true. If you feel like you're losing in life or things aren't going your way, it's not that you're losing. It's not the full, the full stop doesn't happen there, right? It's you learn after it. So I think it's so important and so true because when you can have that growth mindset and when you can have the vision to realize that when something doesn't quite go your way, you can actually have the power to use that to become a better person, better in business, better a better marketer, a better personal trainer, a better human being, then you're going to be a person who has extreme success. So that is something that has just stuck with me forever. And whenever I'm going through a hard time, I'm just thinking, this isn't actually a hard time. It's actually equipping me for the future, right? It's helping me learn. Just like when you go to the gym and like you have a really bad set and you, you find that it was really tough, but it's not that you're actually failing because it was hard and that it was a challenge. It's that your muscles are breaking down so that they can build back up stronger. They're adapting. So it's just an adapt- adaptation mechanism. And that's how I really like to frame it. How did you get to the position you're in now? Yeah, so it's an interesting story because I actually started my, I suppose, what is my business now, just through starting an Instagram fitness account. And I know that nowadays having an Insta fitness page is extremely popular. A lot, a lot, a lot of people have them, even if they're not personal trainers, they're just gym enthusiasts because it's literally just become like the part of human nature. And so, uh, yeah, so I was actually, I had an account when I was 16, but then I deleted that account uh, because I was afraid of people finding it. So then I started a new one when I was 17 and I made it private. And my username back then was Fitness Life Lauren. And I basically posted photos of my food. Honestly, these photos are absolutely rank. Like if you scroll back 2000 or so posts on my feed, you'll be able to still see them. They're still up there. And I would basically post photos of like physique updates, but with my head chopped off because I didn't want people to find me. 
So that was because I was 17. I was obviously in my second last year of high school in England. That's where I'm from, a place called Surrey. Um, and funnily enough, people always think I'm Australian, but I don't think I sound Australian at all, but hey-ho. Um, anyway, so that's another story. So I have this private account. I started the page. It's because I wanted to connect with other girls who are my age who are into weightlifting because I had previously lost weight in a really fast and unhealthy way. And just like anyone who I think goes on to create a fitness business, they've been through their own struggle. So I lost weight in this really unhealthy way. And then basically I realized, okay, I need to actually figure out how to gain weight in a healthy way because I was feeling dizzy, I was getting panic attacks. And I don't want to go into too much detail here because that's not the purpose of this podcast, but I guess it's just the more of a story is that you can use an experience that you have had as someone on your fitness journey in order to help other people. And that could eventually become your niche, okay? So basically then I started a hashtag strength feed which was going to help other people become strong both physically and mentally the hashtag now has over 150,000 posts under it which is amazing and so cool and so exciting and um yeah but in between the beginning and me starting that hashtag the boys in my year found my instagram and they essentially mocked me and ripped me to pieces and believe me and so I really wanted to stop, however I didn't because I knew that my message was helping people and I also really liked doing the Instagram because I was meeting other people who I could connect with and that's another thing that I think is so powerful about social is that you can connect with other people who are doing a similar thing to you. I know you have a Facebook group for your listeners so like any other fitness coaches can join that and it means that they can meet people who are doing a similar thing to them and that is the power of social media so it can be used for good or bad I just like to think why not just maximize the good and minimize the bad and just try not to pay attention to the bad because if you're having this negative mindset the whole time towards it then you're literally not doing anything for anyone and you're just making honestly I think a lot of times an excuse and so I'm sorry to any of the listeners if that's hard to hear maybe you're not posting to social media because you don't think it's going to be beneficial to you but actually you haven't tried it properly maybe you've tried it but maybe you've not been doing the right things so anyway fast forwarding i basically then started the hashtag and then started um selling fitness ebooks and they were basically all about how to get stronger with physically and mentally i also had one which is called the ultimate guides tracking macros which still literally sells like two or three a week which is just hilarious because i haven't promoted it for probably about 18 months um and but in between then and in between selling the ebook story and like everything else, I actually had started doing online fitness coaching, but I was just having, because my following was growing pretty quickly because I was adding value to my audience every single day. So when I hit around, I think it was probably about, oh, what, what year was it? Honestly, I actually think it was about just two years ago, just over two years ago, I started doing online fitness coaching. And very quickly, I was getting a lot of clients come in with inquiries. So I had no issue with leads, but I had an issue with, okay, how the hell do I actually coach people online? Like I'd help my friends in the gym, but doing online fitness coaching programs was so different. And I was also finding it hard to get people to track macros because that's what I had done. And I found it so easy to do, but I didn't realize that a client doesn't necessarily have the level of dedication that you have. I doesn't necessarily want to do the things that you want to do. I think that's a massive hurdle that we make as people who are trying to help people on their fitness journey. Because we're so attached to our way of doing things. It's kind of like a religion. And so I realized very, very early on that I needed to become open-minded 
and that I also really needed to niche down very clearly because when you're doing things online, it's so important to have a niche because if you don't have that niche, then you're going to be just attracting people who don't want to do the things that you're teaching. And if you try bend for them the whole entire time, then you're not going to be able to get anyone real results. So at first I kind of had my niche, but I was not attracting the right people because I wasn't posting relevant content to them. And so then I basically, because I wasn't posting relevant content, I was getting leads who weren't targeted. So then I tried to bend for them. But then I realized, okay, I can't keep bending to them because I can't learn absolutely everything. Like I had someone who wanted to come and do keto with me. And like, I don't know the fulliest thing about keto. Okay, maybe I know more than most people because my brother's actually epileptic. And so he was on the ketogenic diet for quite a few years. So I did know a lot about it. But like, that wasn't my zone of genius. And I didn't want it to be because I didn't want to, I just wasn't interested. So I then realized, okay, I'm going to go all in on this flexible dieting. If it fits your macro stuff with powerlifting style training for women. And then I started attracting those people and there was total alignment. And that is when my online fitness coaching business started booming. And then because my following was growing so quickly, I actually realized like, okay, when it comes to figuring out what products to sell online, like if you have a smaller following, it makes more sense to do one-on-one -on -one because you can basically have higher ticket products rather than actually like selling a whole volume of lower price things. But as my following grew, I realized, okay, I can't serve all of these people, even if they're all willing to pay me $500 a month. Like I can't actually physically do all of these inquiries. So it makes more sense for me to create a lower price product, have a higher volume people come in and sell it at scale. So that kind of is it's basically like if you have a big following, have a low ticket product. If you have a small following, have a high ticket product. If you're in the middle, just go from the middle to it, right? Like that's how it should be. And so, yeah, I basically use that to my advantage was having this like passive income stream all while I suppose becoming, I hate the word, but like an influencer. And so I was getting like brand deals. I got sponsored by some of the biggest brands in the fitness industry who I'm sure all the listeners will know of. And uh, yeah, it was good times. But then I realized like all my friends were coming to me asking, Lauren, how did you do this? All I am is an Instagram influencer or all I am is an in-person PT. I want to build this online business. I don't understand. I don't know what lead generation means. I don't understand how to put an email list. I don't really get how to create content that isn't just going to inspire people. Like how can I make content that converts even my 100 followers into online clients? I want this online business. And so I realized like, whoa, this is so interesting. All these people are coming to me. I should do something with this because realistically at that stage, I kind of got to the level where business has always been my biggest, biggest passion. And like, I was kind of maxed out with all the fitness coaching. I felt like I was kind of on a hamster wheel because, because I had such this passion into business, like I didn't feel like I could continue with fitness. And I found myself researching business, marketing, sales funnels, like just general human connection the whole time. And so basically started that. And that's when I actually started my podcast, which is now called Fitness Business School. Back then it was called the Business Meets Fitness Podcast. And uh, that was just my segue. It was probably around this time last year, maybe about 14, 16 months ago that I started that. And since then, it has been amazing. And now I'm focusing on obviously helping fitness coaches build an online business. That's one of my businesses. And then my other business is basically helping people build a profitable personal brand. So yeah, that was really long. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I took about two pages of notes there. So I'm going to summarize some key things that I've, I've found there. 
just before I do, so anyone listening to this, Lauren obviously has a wealth of knowledge and this is what she teaches people as well. So if you are interested in hearing more about this, I do recommend listening to Lauren's podcast, which is the Fitness Business School. You can follow her on Instagram at Lauren Tickner and she's also got a program which teaches pretty much exactly this. We'll speak about that a bit later. And I believe you've also got a webinar that can help trainers do this as well, Lauren. So we'll mention that, actually we'll mention that quickly now. Am I right in saying that is online fitness business school slash workshop? Online fitness business school.com slash workshop. Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. I'm going to throw that in the show notes as well. Um, but okay, so I think there's, well, there's so many different ways we can go. The two major ones I want to focus on is whether we focus on growing the social media side of things or focus on how to start training clients online. I'd like to spend, if we can, maybe 10 minutes on each. Which one would you like to hit first there, Lauren? Would you prefer the social yeah. side or would you prefer the start training clients online side? I think uh, maybe we should go with social media first just because um, that's the order that I did it. So it makes logical sense. So I think the biggest thing when it comes to building a social media following and actually training clients online is you need a niche. So I'm sure this is this something that you teach your audience. Yep. Yeah. So what do you kind of tell them? Okay, so in terms of niche, there's three different ways we, well, three different ways I recommend it, why it's so important to do. The first one is positioning, all right? If you just go out there and you're a weight loss coach, you don't really have any positioning. If you say, hey, I'm the expert in whatever you choose to be, let's use me as an example, my current online fitness business is for bootcamp instructors. So I've niched down to bootcamp instructors, so I'm known as like the bootcamp expert here. So if anyone wants bootcamp advice, they come to me. The other advantage is in the marketing, all right? If you niche down to one particular market, you can just speak to that person exactly. You know exactly what they want. You know exactly what their pain point is. You can speak to them in the marketing. And then the third point as well is you can just give them a really, really good program. Like if I'm running a program for a bootcamp instructor, I know exactly what it's for. It's not a program for hey, someone that's in a gym or it's someone that's uh, running online training. It's specifically there to the bootcamp. So that's, um, yeah, that's, that's my take. Does that fit in with your philosophy with it? Exactly. So it allows you to just become the real expert in that field and also produce content that is going to speak directly to your audience and speak their language. Niching down is fundamental when it comes to both your programs and your content. So I'm not even going to get into more detail there. I think the most important thing is that like coaches, you need to realize that an industry is not a niche. So people are like, oh yeah, my niche is health and fitness. No, that is not a niche. Like that is an industry. A niche is something within that. So it could be, for example, flexible dieting, fat loss coaching, and powerlifting workouts like I was doing. And so when you realize that, you're going to have so much more success. So first things first, have a niche. Then obviously on social media, you need to be posting content every single day. And again, if you're making excuses and if that's too hard for you, then what you can do is you can batch create your content. So on the weekend, let's just say maybe right now, you're doing boot camps all week and like you don't have time to make content. Okay, maybe you have like two hours on a Saturday afternoon, like 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Okay, just go take a bunch of photos. If you don't have the resources to have a photographer or to have your friend take a photo for you, you can use self-timer, you can use a smartphone. Smartphones have great cameras now. But honestly, if you have a phone that's like as old as an iPhone 4, I would recommend upgrading because, you know, it is a business expense. This is your business and you need to take it seriously. 
And yeah, like that's kind of the cool thing about what we do as well is that people can expense this stuff as business expenses. So most of my photos, I honestly only started using a professional camera maybe six months ago or so. But even now, a lot of my photos are still taken on an iPhone. I even record quite a few of my videos on an iPhone. Um, but the cool thing is like as you scale up, you can invest more money back into your business. So like why bother investing? so much before you even are having uh, profits from the business right so that's what i'd say so social media content every single day i have this question which i call the impact filter so it's basically gonna be every single time you post on social media ask yourself what value is this adding to my ideal client and then if you do that you'll have success and so i think that's it really like it's like you've got to engage with people there are obviously other things that you can do for example outreach but don't just randomly DM people being like, hey, I'm an online fitness coach, do you want coaching? In fact, add value to them first. I reply to every single comment. These are simple things that people don't do. Don't use bots, bots are not gonna get you anywhere. They are just gonna be, they're just gonna be bad. And also another thing is like, as someone who's building a fitness-based business, it's really valuable for you to have either a video or an audio platform. So this could either be a podcast, or it could be a YouTube channel. Um, obviously, you can post videos to Facebook and Instagram. However, I think it's valuable to have one of the other um, platforms because when you come on a podcast or when you go on a YouTube, you're actually going there for long-form content. And when you post long-form content, you're adding value to your audience. And so I think that's really important because I think, especially when it comes to fitness, you want to be positioning yourself as an expert the whole time. There's this massive differentiation between positioning yourself as someone who's going to inspire people and then someone who's going to actually help them achieve their goals. And that's the difference between becoming an influencer and becoming a successful business person. When you're able to position yourself as an expert, even if you don't feel like one right now, you're going to be able to build a successful business and people are going to come to you and lead generation will never be an issue. So this is a point where it segues nicely into the online fitness coaching, I think. So would it be okay if I start talking about that? Yes, let's go for it. Okay, amazing. So your, your voice is all right, you, Lauren? You're, you're cool to keep talking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do have a bit of a sore throat because I did a couple of talks this week at events. Um, talking about kind of how to build an online business, but it's okay. Like, I'll just go a little bit closer to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a summary of all this at the end as well, because I'm taking notes. So you just, you go for it. Yes. Amazing. Okay. So like we said, when it comes to online fitness coaching, you really, really need your niche. That's just fundamental. And I'm going to keep emphasizing it. So listeners right now, if you don't know what your niche is, that's some work that you really, really need to do. Okay, so figure out your niche, get crystal, crystal clear on that, and then you can move on. So right now, maybe you have a bootcamp business, maybe you have an in-person personal training business, maybe you aren't actually doing any fitness coaching already, but you're just a fitness enthusiast. So what could be the first steps for you? Well, you know, once you figure this niche out, then you need to actually start producing the content on the social media so that people start to know who you are. Because I think that if you already have a fitness-based business, you can start taking clients on right now. But if you don't, you need to build a bit of trust and legitimacy with your audience just so that people know that you know what you're talking about. It's that whole expert positioning thing again. So once you've done that for a bit, honestly, like even if it's just a month of posting content before you actually start accepting clients, that's fine. But if you do already have your fitness business, just start making it clear that you've helped people Get these transformations. So for example, you could explain a success story 
um, on a photo. So you could literally just like, I don't recommend necessarily always posting before and after photos of your clients on your actual feed. That's awesome to do on your story and you can have a highlight on your Instagram page, which is actually gonna showcase success stories. But I think also calling it like a success story rather than a testimonial mm. is really beneficial because like it is someone's life transformation. It's not just a testimonial. Like when you realize that these people are human beings that you're helping, then it will allow you to demonstrate their story in a way that's going to help other people connect with it. Because again, about human connection, like humans are going to be following you. Even if you think, oh my gosh, I only have 200 followers. Imagine 200 people in a room. Like that's a lot of people. Okay. So then when it comes to online coaching, like I mentioned already, you want to be going to those higher ticket people, like those high ticket uh, prices when you have a smaller following, especially because that means that you could literally only have three clients a month, but you'd still be earning like over a grand a month. And that's going to be an amazing, amazing way to start, especially if this is just kind of a side hustle for you at the beginning. And then as time goes on, obviously you can accept more and more clients. You can add different things to your value ladder, such as a flagship program and eBooks, and maybe online courses, things like that. But for now, just go for those high ticket because it means like, here's the thing, right? Sales, it's just as hard to sell something for $7 as it is to sell something for 700 So you're going to have to go through the same sales process, especially at the beginning. So you might as well go for the higher price thing and then really help the people that really, really need your help. So then you need to, honestly, I think it's all about creating an offer that doesn't change. So I really like to, uh, this is something that I advise to my students in online fitness business school, but it's basically a three tiered offer. So you have your platinum package, you have your gold package and you have your silver package. Now look, you don't have to call it that. You could call it, I don't know, ABC, whatever the hell you want to call it, but we just call it that for the purpose of demonstration. So your platinum package is the thing that includes everything. So I should actually mention before I get into this, like the components of online fitness coaching, so you may be wondering, like, how am I actually going to get my clients' results online if I'm not with them in person, if I'm not overseeing everything that I do? So you can actually, basically, you know, you write an online training program, you write an online nutrition program, and then you can do weekly check-ins with them. Other things that you can add is that you could send eBooks to them to accompany their experience. You can also have a private Facebook group for all of your clients so that they can all get um, knowledge and insight. And every week you could perhaps do a live Q&A or you could post a video module that you think will be beneficial to them. Or every week you'd ask, you could ask them like, vote on the topic that you want the video to be about this week and I'll do it for you. So that's really good, especially when you have like a high volume of clients. And also if you get a question from a client, um, you can then actually just create a video answer, send it back to them. But also then you can post that video in the group and then everyone gets that piece of knowledge, right? So that's just another bonus like there to add further value to your clients without doing extra work. So anyway, so you wanna be able to create these training and nutrition programs. Now remember, it's gonna be different creating these online as it is creating in-person programs because you need to do an online functional movement screening. You can do this by getting your client to send you videos of them doing different movements so that you can see how they move. You can, you know, there's client intake forms, there's client application forms, there's an online park you, you need all these different components, they're fundamental. And um, I honestly think that there's something that, it takes a bit of time at the beginning. Once you've got all these documents, then you can just give them to 
all of your clients every time they join. Like we, we make them for our students, but like people who are perhaps going at it by themselves, you're going to have to make these and make them really high quality because you want these targeted leads and you want to have all the information possible so that the experience for the client is absolutely seamless. Then when it comes to delivering your online programs, you can either use a online coaching software. And by the way, there's an online coaching software that we recommend to all of our clients and we've built a really good relationship with them for the purpose of online fitness business school and for you as a listener of the fitness business school podcast. And so they've decided to actually give everybody a free trial. So I've left that linked in the show notes but the link looks something along the lines of bit.ly slash online coaching software make sure to use that link because that is the fitness business school affiliate link so if you use that then they will know that you've come from us and it ensures that you can then book a private demo with them and they'll give you an entire tour of the software totally for free thanks to the fact that we've built this relationship for you so make sure to make the most of that free trial why would you not take it literally you might as well and it's super affordable you can white label their whole entire software it is literally amazing and it's gonna change the game for you and make you look so much more professional to your clients this is the first investment i recommend our students to make once they're ready once they're profitable um, after investing in our course because it just looks so professional um, and like we've managed to make a really great connection with this online coaching software company. So if you'd like me to um, share them with you, I'm sure your audience could benefit from that or something. We'll see. Um, but anyway, so yes, so you've obviously figured out, okay, I'm gonna do Google Sheets or I'm gonna do um, uh, my coaching software. And after that, it's like this three tiered package. That is something that I want you to stick to and not bend to clients. So your partner package, is the thing that costs the most, is the highest value, and you're able to give the most value back to your audience. So the platinum package is essentially a value ladder. A value ladder is basically a series of products or services that start at the top with the highest price and also the highest amount of value like that you give to your client. And then as it goes down and down and down, basically there's less value to the client and you earn less money out of them. But the cool thing about having a value ladder and tiered pricing options is that you can basically capture um, clients who have all levels of need and also clients of all levels of income. So for example, if you're trying to sell a $1,000 per month program to somebody who literally just needs a training program, that is immoral because it's just, you know, it's just bad salesmanship. So you need to be honest here because being a salesperson is honestly just about like maintaining your reputation and credibility, just like building a personal brand based business. And that's what you're doing when you're an online fitness coach. So anyway, so you have your platinum package. This could include things like a weekly check-in where you have a weekly call with them that lasts like half an hour, let's just say. They have a training program, a nutrition program, and then you could perhaps even let them message you every single day and you promise them that you'll get back to them within, I don't know, six hours or so. Um, that could be a part of the platinum package. And there could also be other perks and stuff um, like eBooks and video lectures and features on your podcast or something like that. And then there could be obviously your solo package. Instead of having a video call, what you could do is instead you could send them a video after you've updated their check-in. So basically you send them like a five minute long video, just outlining the reason, the things that you've changed and why you've changed them. So that could just be like, okay, the price of the partner package could be, let's say $600 a month. And then you go down because this obviously you're no longer gonna have to exchange your time um, well, then that means that you could 
take away quite a significant amount of money for your, uh, sorry, for your gold. I said silver, but I meant to say gold. Um, and so, yeah, you can basically price this, I don't know, let's just say like 400 bucks a month. And then they still get access to you and have their questions answered within six hours, or maybe you could actually increase the time to like 12 hours. And then um, you could have your gold, silver, gold. I know, so I think we're at silver now, something like that. Um, the third <laughs> one, be, yeah, right? Yeah, some, I don't know. It's the bottom one, basically. And this could be where you send them voice note check-ins or video check-ins, but they don't get the access to you on the phone. Uh, sorry, on the um, replies within 24 hours or whatever. So basically, it's just going to be all about like figuring out what's going to be best for your audience. And the cool thing is, if you do your whole application process correctly by having a really good application form, you're going to weed out the annoying clients anyway, and you're only going to be working with the ideal clients. So that's why I think this is so valuable. Look, then when you're on a sales call, it says press objections. Look, if you aren't good at handling objections, which I mean... As time goes on, you'll get better at them. But at the beginning, this is an amazing way to handle the objections because you can just downsell them. So downselling them is basically like, okay, let's try, because always try and start with your highest price thing, highest value thing, because then their objection could be, oh, I don't actually need that level of support. Okay, then you could say, all right, well, you don't need my platinum. You don't actually need my gold. Maybe my silver would be good for you and the price is lower. But if you're on the phone with them and you say, my platinum is 600 bucks a month, and then they're like, I literally cannot afford that. Obviously then try and emphasize the benefits of the program further. But if they continue to say that they cannot physically afford it, because there will be times when people can't, um, then you can say, okay, I understand that you can't afford this program right now. I actually have another option that I can make work just for you, just this time. And we are going to do it. And this is what I offer. And here's the price. And often they'll be sold because the you can emphasize the price difference and that they're still going to get enormous benefit. So there's that. And that's just a brief summary of online fitness coaching. But coaches, remember that it's going to be very different doing online coaching than it is in-person coaching. People think it's just updating check-ins on the beach from wherever they are in the world but it is a lot of effort a lot of hard work you know you're gonna have to post good content that's targeted at your audience and posting content becomes a part of the job so that's my little summary there wow love it so much good information there i'm going to summarize this for the listeners because there's a lot going on let's just do the online side of things because it flew well from there so You've targeted your audience now, you're posting on social media, you're starting to attract people, you've got options on what to sell them. And the best way to start off is with a higher ticket one-on-one sort of thing, because mm-hmm. it's just too hard selling the cheapest stuff without the big audience, right? It's not really worth yeah. your time. I mean, you're competing against influencers. Like, you know, if someone is, let's just say one year ago or 18 months ago, someone who has like 500 followers, Writes an ebook, which is about how to get strong both physically and mentally, and also has some components of tracking macros. And then someone like me, who had like I know back then probably like what seventy thousand followers or so, who has literally hundreds of people buying the ebook every single day, posting about it, how amazing it is, and it's literally only costing I think I priced it at like forty pounds or so. People are more likely to buy the one that I was selling just because of the fact that it was a hype and it was a trend. And it was cool to be able to be joining that one. Like, I'm not trying to be egotistical or anything, but it's just a fact of the matter. It's just branding, right? And so if you're someone who can actually, because I wasn't offering the one-on-one coaching and you'll find that a lot of these big influencers aren't doing that. So in order to 
differentiate yourself from these influencers, you can actually be the one who gives the higher value offer so that you can serve these people. It's the way you can win, right? It's like, all right, yeah. if someone's tossing up programs, all right, I can do a program with um, Kayla Ritsanis or with Laura Ticknan or with Ashley Bynes or whoever it may be. Okay, I can do that yeah. for whatever the price is. But hold on, if I do the program with Jono, Jono's actually going to call me. Jono is actually going to personally do it. Kayla Ritsanis won't be doing that or whoever it is. So that's how you can exactly. win that there. So I love that side of it there. We, went there. we then went into how to service these people. And the Lauren Tickner method is the three-tier package. You've got, your yes. high, you've got your higher ticket one, which is basically everything, all right? You get the one-on-one -on -one stuff. You get, the, you get the calls. You get the programs. You get the nutrition. You get the Facebook group. You get everything in that program there. You then move down to the next level. You won't get as you won't get any sort of one-on-one -on -one interaction there, but you'll get. Well, you might do. I don't know. It honestly depends what you feel comfortable with. So when, maybe when you're first starting out, you want to actually still do the calls, but maybe just a ten-minute call rather than like a thirty-minute call. And I think the most important thing to realize is that like it can change as time goes on. Yeah, make your packages really clear on your website and in all of your socials and all that. Um, but look, as time goes on, you can change if you find that you're getting too many clients or maybe look, maybe you're someone that loves doing calls. You literally get so much excitement off of them. You find them amazing. Okay. We'll keep doing them. Um, but if you're someone who doesn't like doing calls and you want more time freedom, then don't do the calls. <laughs> Makes sense. And then the last one on there is a more automated done for you one. They won't really get either way. It's less support each way down. Now I yeah. just have one question on this uh, method here, Lauren, the sales process. So now we're posting on social, we've got people who are inquiring. How do we get them from a lead or a, or how do we get them from a follower on social? They've inquired. How do we get them through to a client? Do we get on the phone? Do we set up a funnel? What are the systems you recommend there? Yeah, yeah, so definitely going to be getting on the phone. I think that you want to obviously have a lead generation tool. So this can be something like a free ebook or a free video training. Depends what you're comfortable with. And it has to be targeted to what your product sells. So that's the most important thing, a lead generation tool. So a lead magnet of some sort, it needs to be related to what you're selling. Like if not, it's pointless. So if right now I have a freebie personally, which is like how to calculate your macros, that would literally be the most pointless thing ever because I'm not necessarily trying to help people learn how to track their macros, right? So yeah, <laughs> basically you want to have something that is going to line up and that makes sense for your audience. So once you've made that, it could be an ebook, it could be yeah, um, a challenge. You obviously want to set up the backend email software. So I don't know what you recommend for your clients. Do you have a particular email provider that you uh, recommend? We recommend Active Campaign, but we're flexible, okay, so you know? Yeah. Use yeah, I, I, I recommend Active Campaign as well. It's amazing. It's really, really good. Um, so much better than all the others. So use Active Campaign. Honestly, don't even second guess that. Um, <laughs> good answer. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it's awesome. And so after you've set all of that up, yep, you're going to want to have an email automation where you are nurturing people. Um, but look, the sales process doesn't need to be difficult. It's just literally like you have an application form on your website. You can then weed out the non-ideal clients and then you can eventually invite the people who are ideal clients onto a call with you. And then basically they can book the call with you through having a booking service. You can use like Calendly or you could use uh, IQT 
but you could use simply book me there are tons um so yeah like it, it doesn't need to be hard like and then when you're on the phone with them you just need to learn how to sell like learning how to sell is fundamental in anything that you do like when you're self-employed even like in all everything in life is selling like you sold me to come on this podcast right like okay. i sold you to do it at this time because we have a weird time zone it's like everything is selling and so when you realize that selling isn't evil then you're gonna be way more comfortable with it um so yeah i mean i guess that's the thing i think that the diff the most difficult part is going to be like getting people to actually sign up for your application form but look if you're i think something that people make the mistake people make is like either they don't post about that offer enough enough or they post about it too much so like i'll see some fitness coaches at the end of every single post being like my outfit is from this place and sign up for online fitness coaching here and it's like oh my god that is just not good so you want to lead with value and then at the end of your post maybe every i don't know like three times a week mention that you are taking on new clients and then i think you'll be good <laughs> love that advice there was one more thing i wanted to go on but we're, we're probably running a bit short on time so what i'm going to recommend it was just the the forms the application forms at the start or the pre-screening now i'm just going to quickly brush over that so that was a big point lauren mentioned make sure you have those sorted and the better you have them at the start the easier the process is going to be with like anything online right you spend time doing it really really good the first time but then you don't have to do it again and again because you've already got it and if you don't know what to put in there do they get that free as part of your program Lauren if I sign up yeah, for the do. online fitness business school they'll get that stuff for free there yes anybody who signs up for online fitness business school gets all of this totally for free and look I understand that sometimes it's a bit scary making an investment and I remember the first time I made an investment the scariest thing wasn't even necessarily the money it was actually the fact that I was finally committing to change and so we've created a 12-month payment plan to make it super accessible for people. But honestly, the first step, I think, is that they should go watch the workshop at onlinefitnessbusinessschool.com slash workshop because then they'll get to see a little bit about what we're about. But all of the content on that is kind of with a slideshow and everything. But the content on the course is even better because we filmed it with like a green screen and it's edited all cool. They get a digital textbook with every single module there's 10 there's 10 modules which is crazy so there's that and the results have been amazing people have literally I've, oh my god I, I can't even get into all the testimonials here but one off the top of my head is this girl called julia who enrolled and within just a few weeks of enrolling she made her first thousand dollars which was amazing and there's someone called nina who didn't think that she was going to be able to get a client because she hadn't had any testimonials or anything but she successfully managed to get multiple clients and it's just so cool to see so many people's lives totally changing they no longer have to do the in the gym in person like stuff that they don't necessarily enjoy or if they want to keep doing that then for sure like by all means but they're able to have this extra source of income online which is so cool so that was my interview with Jono I hope you've enjoyed this episode of fitness business school I shared a lot of value I was getting really tired towards the end my throat was hurting but I enjoyed doing this so if you'd like me to start sharing more relevant interviews on here and James if he goes on other podcasts as well let us know take a screenshot share this on your story and also enroll in online fitness business school it's going to be amazing for you we look forward to having you we look forward to totally changing your business and if you haven't hit subscribe on this podcast make sure to do so and have a great day